Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, September 6th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11 and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today, we continue the Torah portion, Ki Tetzi, and it means, when you go out. Deuteronomy 22:16 Her father must say to them, I gave my daughter to this man to be his wife, and now he has turned against her. He has accused her of shameful conduct, saying, I discovered that your daughter was not a virgin. But here is the proof of my daughter's virginity. Then they must spread her bedsheet before the elders. The elders must then take the man and punish him. They must also fine him one hundred pieces of silver, which he must pay to the woman's father because he publicly accused a virgin of Israel of shameful conduct. The woman will then remain the man's wife, and he may never divorce her. But suppose the man's accusations are true, and he can show that she was not a virgin. The woman must be taken to the door of her father's home, and there the men of the town must stone her to death, for she has committed a disgraceful crime in Israel by being promiscuous while living in her parents' home. In this way you will purge this evil from among you. If a man is discovered committing adultery, both he and the woman must die. In this way you will purge Israel of such evil. Suppose a man meets a young woman, a virgin who is engaged to be married, and he has sexual intercourse with her. If this happens within a town, 
You must take both of them to the gates of that town and stone them to death. The woman is guilty because she did not scream for help. The man must die because he violated another man's wife. In this way, you will purge this evil from among you. But if the man meets the engaged woman out in the country and he rapes her, then only the man must die. Do nothing to the young woman. She has committed no crime worthy of death. She is as innocent as a murder victim. Since the man raped her out in the country, it must be assumed that she screamed, but there was no one to rescue her. Suppose a man has intercourse with a young woman who is a virgin, but is not engaged to be married. If they are discovered, he must let her father pay fifty pieces of silver. Then he must marry the young woman because he violated her, and he may never divorce her as long as he lives. A man must not marry his father's former wife, for this would violate his father. Song of Solomon 1, 1-4, 1-16 This is Solomon's Song of Songs, more wonderful than any other. Young woman, kiss me and kiss me again, for your love is sweeter than wine. How pleasing is your fragrance! Your name is like the spreading fragrance of scented oils. No wonder all the young women love you. Take me with you. Come, let's run. The king has brought me into his bedroom. Young women of Jerusalem, How happy we are for you, O King! We praise your love even more than wine. Young woman, how right they are to adore you! I am dark but beautiful, O women of Jerusalem, dark as the tents of Kedar, dark as the curtains of Solomon's tents. Don't stare at me, because I am dark. The sun has darkened my skin. My brothers were angry with me. They forced me to care for their vineyard, so I couldn't care for myself, my own vineyard. Tell me, my love, where are you leading your flock today? Where will you rest your sheep at noon? For why should I wander like a prostitute among your friends and their flocks? Young man, if you don't know, O most beautiful woman, follow the trail of my flock and graze your young goats by the shepherd's tents. You are as exciting, my darling, as a mare among Pharaoh's stallions. How lovely are your cheeks! Your earrings set them afire. How lovely is your neck, enhanced by a string of jewels! We will make for you earrings of gold and beads of silver. Young woman, the king is lying on his couch, enchanted by the fragrance of my perfume. My lover is like a sachet of myrrh lying between my breasts. He is like a bouquet of sweet henna blossoms from the vineyards of En Gedi. Young man, how beautiful you are, my darling, how beautiful your eyes are like doves. Young woman, you are so handsome, my love, pleasing beyond words. The soft grass is our bed, fragrant cedar branches are the beams of our house, and pleasant-smelling firs are the rafters. Young woman, I am the spring crocus crocus blooming on the Sharon Plain, the lily of the valley. Young man, like a lily among thistles is my darling among young women. Young woman, like the finest apple tree in the orchard, 
is my lover among other young men. I sit in his delightful shade and taste his delicious fruit. He escorts me to the banquet hall. It's obvious how much he loves me. Strengthen me with raisin cakes. Refresh me with apples, for I am weak with love. His left arm is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and wild deer, not to awaken love until the time is right. Ah, I hear my lover coming. He is leaping over the mountains, bounding over the hills. My lover is like a swift gazelle or a young stag. Look, there he is behind the wall, looking through the window, peering into the room. My lover said to me, Rise up, my darling. Come away with me, my fair one. Look, the winter is past, and the rains are over and gone. The flowers are springing up, the season of singing birds has come, and the cooing of turtle doves fills the air. The fig trees are forming young fruit, and the fragrant grapevines are blossoming. Rise up, my darling, come away with me, my fair one. Young man, my dove is hiding behind the rocks, behind an outcrop on the cliff. Let me see your face, let me hear your voice, for your voice is pleasant, and your face is lovely. Young women of Jerusalem, Catch all the foxes, those little foxes, before they ruin the vineyard of love, for the grapevines are blossoming. Young woman, my lover is mine and I am his. He browses among the lilies, before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee. Return to me, my love, like a gazelle or a young stag on the rugged mountains. Young woman, one night... As I lay in bed, I yearned for my lover. I yearned for him, but he did not come. So I said to myself, I will get up and roam the city, searching in all its streets and squares. I will search for the one I love. So I searched everywhere, but did not find him. The watchmen stopped me as they made their rounds, and I asked, Have you seen the one I love? Then scarcely had I left them when I found my love. I caught and held him tightly, and then I brought him to my mother's house and to my mother's bed, where I had been conceived. Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and wild deer, not to awaken love until the time is right. Young women of Jerusalem, who is this sweeping in from the wilderness like a cloud of smoke? Who is it? fragrant with myrrh and frankincense, and every kind of spice. Look, it is Solomon's carriage, surrounded by sixty heroic men, the best of Israel's soldiers. They are all skilled swordsmen, experienced warriors. Each wears a sword on his thigh, ready to defend the king against an attack in the night. King Solomon's carriage is built of wood imported from Lebanon. Its posts are silver, its canopy gold, its cushions are purple, It was decorated with love by the young women of Jerusalem. Young woman, come out to see King Solomon, young women of Jerusalem. He wears the crown his mother gave him on his wedding day, his most joyous day. Young man, you are beautiful, my darling, beautiful beyond words. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil. 
Your hair falls in waves like a flock of goats winding down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are as white as sheep, recently shorn and freshly washed. Your smile is flawless, each tooth matched with its twin. Your lips are like scarlet ribbon, your mouth is inviting. Your cheeks are like rosy pomegranates behind your veil. Your neck is as beautiful as the Tower of David, jeweled with the shields of a thousand heroes. Your breasts are like two fawns, twin fawns of a gazelle grazing among the lilies. Before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee, I will hurry to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of frankincense. You are altogether beautiful, my darling, beautiful in every way. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Come down from Mount Amana, from the peaks of Sinar and Hermon, where the lions have their dens and leopards live among the hills. You have captured my heart, my treasure, my bride. You hold it hostage with one glance of your eyes, with the single jewel of your necklace. Your love delights me, my treasure, my bride. Your love is better than wine, your perfume more fragrant than spices. Your lips are as sweet as nectar, my bride. Honey and milk are under your tongue. Your clothes are scented like the cedars of Lebanon. You are my private garden, my treasure, my bride. A secluded spring, a hidden fountain. Your thighs shelter a paradise of pomegranates with rare spices, henna with nard, nard and saffron, fragrant calamus and cinnamon, with all the trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes, and every other lovely spice. You are a garden fountain, a well of fresh water streaming down from Lebanon's mountains. Young Woman Awake, north wind. Rise up, south wind. Blow on my garden and spread its fragrance all around. Come into your garden, my love. Taste its finest fruits. Second Corinthians eight sixteen to 24 But thank God he has given Titus the same enthusiasm for you, Corinthians, that I, Paul, have. Titus welcomed our request that he visit you again. In fact, he himself was very eager to go and see you. We are also sending another brother with Titus. All the churches praise him as a preacher of the good news. He was appointed by the churches to accompany us as we take the offering to Jerusalem, a service that glorifies the Lord and shows our eagerness to help. We are traveling together to guard against any criticism for the way we are handling this generous gift. We are careful to be honorable before the Lord, but we also want everyone else to see that we are honorable. We are also sending with them another of our brothers who has proven himself many times and has shown on many occasions how eager he is. He is now even more enthusiastic because of his great confidence in you. If anyone asks about Titus, say that he is my partner who works with me to help you. And the brothers with him have been sent by the churches and they bring honor to Christ. So show them your love and prove to all the churches that are boasting about you is justified. Psalm 50, 1-23 
the Lord, the Mighty One, is God, and He has spoken. He has summoned all humanity from where the sun rises to where it sets. From Mount Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines in glorious radiance. Our God approaches, and He is not silent. Fire devours everything in His way, and a great storm rages around Him. He calls on the heavens above and the earth below to witness the judgment of His people. Bring my faithful people to me, those who made a covenant with me by giving sacrifices. Then let the heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself will be the judge. O my people, listen as I speak. Here are my charges against you, O Israel. I am God, your God. I have no complaint about your sacrifices or the burnt offerings you constantly offer. But I do not need the bulls from your barns or the goats from your pens. For all the animals of the forest are mine, and I own the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains, and all the animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for all the world is mine and everything in it. Do I eat the meat of bulls? Do I drink the blood of goats? Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God, and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Then call on me when you are in trouble, and I will rescue you, for you will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, Why bother reciting my decrees and pretending to obey my covenant? For you refuse my discipline and treat my words like trash. When you see thieves, you approve of them and you spend your time with adulterers. Your mouth is filled with wickedness, and your tongue is full of lies. You sit around and slander your brother, your own mother's son. While you did all this, I remained silent, and you thought I didn't care. But now I will rebuke you, listing all my charges against you. Repent, all of you who forget me, or I will tear you apart, and no one will help you. But giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. If you keep to my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. Proverbs 22, 22 and 23. Don't rob the poor just because you can, or exploit the needy in court, for the Lord is their defender. He will ruin anyone who ruins them. I want to speak to you today from Song of Songs, chapters 1 through 4. And in this book, we see this beautiful interplay between the young man and the young woman. And the young man is Solomon. And it's this beautiful love relationship that's being described for us in a beautiful poetic form. And we can see this as a picture, a remez hint pointing us to the love relationship between Yeshua and his bride, that is, his people. And so we are to have that kind of a relationship with Yeshua. When the Torah was given at Mount Sinai by God through Moses to the people, it was a covenant, a marriage covenant. It was God asking the people, Will you marry me? And the terms and conditions of the marriage was the Ten Commandments. 
And of course, they were unfaithful. They built the golden calf and fell into basically spiritual adultery or idolatry. But when we come into Christ and we are born again and we ask Yeshua to come into our heart and he takes out the heart of stone and he gives us a heart of flesh and he begins to write his Torah, his holy word, upon our heart, we enter into a relationship with him and it's to be a love relationship with him. And that's what this Song of Songs is describing, is this loving, loving relationship between the young man and the young woman, and how he delights in her, and he sees her as so beautiful, eyes like doves. And she sees him as so handsome and pleasing beyond words. We hear her saying in Chapter 1, verse 8, or chapter 2, verse 8. Ah, I hear my lover coming. He is leaping over the mountains and bounding over the hills. My lover is like a swift gazelle or a young stag. But then we see a point where there is a separation between them, and they're not together. And let's look at that. This is in chapter 3, verses 1. And two, one night, says the woman, as I lay in bed, I yearned for my lover. I yearned for him, but he did not come. So I said to myself, I will get up and roam the city, searching in all its streets and squares. I will search for the one I love. So I searched everywhere, but did not find him. So what's that about? I believe this is a call and a cry. For all of us, myself included, to return to our first love. Do you remember the day when you first asked Yeshua into your heart? How your life was flooded with love and with light? How you were set free from your sin and you had new hope and new joy? How you wanted to shout it from the rooftops? This new relationship with Yeshua? That you were no longer, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Being set free from the sins in your life. And how deeply in love you were with him. We need to return to our first love. Like the way when we first met him the very first time. And perhaps we have fallen asleep spiritually gone to sleep, gotten comfortable, fallen into a rut, fallen into a routine, a mechanical routine, a religious routine. And he calls us. He greatly desires for us to return to him, to have that deep, intimate loving relationship with him once again, to fall in love with him all over again. Especially if you've walked with Yeshua for a long time, for many years, this really applies to us who've walked with him for a long time. We don't want to take him for granted. 
I'm thinking about married couples and I've looked and observed married couples, especially those that are elders that have been married a long time, 30 or 40 years. And I've noticed some married couples that are older, you watch them in a restaurant or a coffee shop and they completely ignore each other. Um, one is reading the paper, the other one is on the phone looking at news or looking at something on the phone, and they're not even talking to each other. That's taking each other for granted. And then I've seen elderly couples that have been married a very long time, and man, they look like they're newlyweds. They're still in love. They still hold hands. They still are just delighted to be in each other's presence. They're still very deeply in love, even after 30 or 40 years. I want to be that way with Yeshua, don't you? And so my challenge to you, my friends, is to examine your heart and see where you are in your relationship with Yeshua. And if you have begun taking him for granted, or stopped talking with him, or stopped spending time with him in prayer, to return, return to him. It is vitally important that we hear his voice. Yeshua says in the book of John, My sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. One way that we hear his voice is through the word of God. But another way that we hear his voice is through the Holy Spirit. And we need to hear his still, small, quiet voice in the days that we're now living in. So may we awaken from our slumber. May we awaken from our comfortableness. And may we earnestly seek him with all of our heart and return to our first love. And as we continue in the book of Song of Songs, May this beautiful romance, this beautiful uh, love relationship that is described, may it become real in our hearts. I'll just say a few more words here. This is the young man speaking to the woman. He says in chapter 4, verse 8, Come with me from Lebanon, my bride, come with me from Lebanon. Come down from Mount Amana, from the peaks of Sinar and Hermon, where the lions have their dens and leopards live among the hills. You, that is my bride, have captured my heart, my treasure, my bride. You hold it hostage with one glance of your eyes, with a single jewel of your necklace. Your love delights me my treasure, my bride. Abba, that is our prayer today. May our love delight you. Yeshua, we want to return to you. We want to draw near to you like never before. We want intimacy with you. We want to renew our love with you. We want to hear your voice and spend special time with you and feel your embrace, your hug, and hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. At the end 
of each day, that you are pleased with us. So we draw near to you, Yeshua. You are our betrothed. You are our bridegroom. One day we will see you face to face. And until then, we walk in faith. We walk as we are led by the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your word. And Lord, we thank you for your marriage covenant to us and with us. We love you, we bless you, and we praise you. In Yeshua's name, Amen. Adonai Adonai The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.